0: Hi there, it's me, Laura Wasser, the divorce attorney and the founder of It's Over Easy, the online divorce service. I've been practicing family law for over 20 years, and I've worked on thousands of divorces, shepherding people through what may be one of the most terrifying times in their lives. Along the way, I often have to remind people to lower their expectations. When dealing with matters of the heart, rules simply don't apply, because all's fair in love and war. So welcome to the All's Fair podcast. Open your heart, fasten your seatbelts, and let's go. Hi, everyone. I'm Laura Wasser, the attorney and CEO of It's Over Easy. Thanks for joining us today.
1: My name is Johnny Rains. I'm chief content officer at It's Over Easy, and this is our podcast, All's Fair.
0: Those of you early adapters know when we launched Divorce Sucks, it was to educate people about the dissolution process and to complement It's Over Easy, our online divorce service, where people can get divorced... Without destroying their families and without bankrupting themselves.
1: Now, during these crazy days of COVID-19, when money is tight for many people and it's over easy divorce is available for only $950 plus filing fees.
0: We had so many great conversations on Divorce Sucks and it occurred to us that our discussions are really going beyond divorce-related issues. Relationships between not just couples, but friends and siblings and partners, they're full of anecdotes and wisdom and laughter and tears. So we'll always be the experts on divorce, but now, here with iHeart, we're opening up our conversations to go into deeper matters of the heart.
1: We want to continue to produce content and bring you information about how to make your relationships better, and we're relying on your comments and reviews, so please keep those coming at Apple Podcasts. And speaking of divorce, the New York Times said on Friday that the pandemic has actually slowed the divorce process. What do you think about that?
0: I am not surprised. I mean, that's what I was speaking about last Sunday on CBS Sunday. I think that people are actually hunkering down and making it through. I I know we saw the spike in China, but I think that we will likely, and we may see a spike this summer or in the fall, but I think people are kind of resetting. I think after the initial month of like, oh my God, we're stuck here. They're kind of settling in and hopefully working through some of their issues.
1: By the way, may I say you looked fabulous on CBS this morning. It was wonderful waking up to you that day.
0: Thank you. You're
1: welcome. (laughs) The article's title is The Pandemic Has Slowed the Divorce Process. Here's what to expect. They talk about what's happening in the courts in New York. And, you know, of course, many of them are actually closed. And in fact, in uh, Connecticut, there are 36 courts and only four are open. But then they go into some details about different ways that you can file for divorce. So I think this is a great opportunity to talk about It's Over Easy.
0: Right. So in any jurisdiction that has e-filing, you can still file for divorce. It's a matter of getting any kind of judicial relief. So an It's Over Easy divorce, an online divorce, that kind of lends itself to what we are going through right now with this pandemic and with the actual courthouses closed. There are people inside or people working remotely to process documents. That's still happening.
1: For those of us who may still find ourselves sheltering with roommates, exes, lovers, or spouses and don't want to get divorced, we've got some tips from a married pair of psychiatrists to keep a romantic or platonic relationship on track in close quarters.
0: That's Jacqueline Olds. Um, She's uh, at Mass General Hospital Department of Psychiatry. And is it her husband?
1: Yeah, her husband is also a psychiatrist.
0: Richard Swartz, and he's at Harvard Medical School.
1: Yeah, they talk about ways to just keep relationships on track while we're in close quarters. And I mean, they're really common sense advice, like practicing kindness, prioritizing social time, those kinds of things. It's a good article and it'll be on the It's Over Easy community page.
0: All right, so as I mentioned at the top of the show, relationships are what we focus on here at Sphere, And some of the most special relationships for me, and again, I've lived a lot of places, but I grew up in Southern California and I am people tease me because I'm so, I'm a loyalist with some of the maintenance people for my beauty maintenance. So like the same woman has been cutting my hair since I was 13 years old. Right. Um, Antonia. And, Antonia Hillard. And I've been like trying to see if I could schedule a way to like do a haircut in Ari's backyard or something. <laughs> I mean, just like need a haircut and you know, whenever I have to do, I mean, not this last one, but whenever I have to do something special or TV, I have Amy Orsman come do my makeup, Lori Smith manicurist. I mean, these same people and I've missed them. I've, I've been like reaching out, texting them, to my monthly facial with Cindy Karimi, I actually just sent her what it would cost for a monthly facial because I, I want to make nice. sure I want to make sure these people are still there when I come back. Pilates with Romy. I bought a package for the months of March and April, even though I didn't see her. So right. um, I, I think, and again, it's not just women, it's guys too. We've seen your hair and your beards and your ear <laughs> hair and everything else. I even gave myself
1: of, a little a little trim in the back yes. of my, my head over the last couple days. See? So
0: <laughs> and, and so. Men, women, gender fluids, listen up. Zooming with us all the way from Nashville, Tennessee today is someone who has made grooming, which basically means hair and makeup for men, her very own niche. She's a TV star, a stylist for country music's biggest stars, and the founder and creator of the lifestyle, fashion, and retail blog, Velvet's Edge. She's also the host of the popular podcast of the same name, Velvet's Edge. Welcome to All's Fair, Kelly Henderson.
1: Hi. Welcome, Kelly.
0: How are (laughs) y'all?
1: Good, 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 good. We're good.
0: Thank you. Zooming in from Tennessee. (laughs) Tennessee. You know, by the way, Tennessee, I want to ask, like I was reading the script today before that Johnny writes for us, and I really wanted to ask you about Tennessee because I'm like fascinated. I mean, Nashville is like huge right now. That's where everybody in Hollywood is going. Music industry is huge there. Have you been there for a long time? I know you went to Vandy. We'll get to that in a second. But how'd you end up living in Tennessee?
2: I actually did not go to Vandy. Oh, you didn't? Oh. okay. No.
1: <laughs> that's a big uh, rumor on, online that you went to K- Vanderbilt with uh, Kristen Cavallari.
2: No, she and I were friends separately. Um, her, well, soon to be ex-husband, Jake Hutler, went to Vandy, and I dated one of his friends from Vandy. So that's kind of how we all knew each other. I see. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But no, I came um, to Nashville in 2004. So I've been here through a ton of changes. It's, yeah.
0: it's a completely
2: different city, to be honest.
0: That must be so great to watch it kind of grow.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, there's pluses and minuses. Obviously, like we're getting a lot new, a lot of new restaurants and there's so much more going on than there was when I first moved here. We also have more traffic now. You know, housing prices are going up. So it's pluses and minuses, but I'll take it. I like it.
0: Yeah, I bet. So, okay, so you, I think we all knew that you were styling the guy from Dancing with the Stars. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. Yes. And he's yes. also on American Idol. Yes. And,
2: did
1: and you great ever style, go out, by the way. Did you
0: ever go out with
2: him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we first met, we attempted dating for a little bit and quickly realized that that was not a good idea. <laughs> right. Um, and so then we decided to start working together and we have a great. Friendship and working relationship now. See, listeners, that
0: can happen. <laughs> you can, you can like say, I'm not feeling this in this way, or I don't feel like this is going to go in a good direction, but we have a good working synergy. Let's keep doing it. I love that. Exactly. Okay. And then, all right. So, and then you were on Ease Very cavalier. Yes. I was. Yes. And you, girl, I don't know her. You girls are friends. I know she's getting divorced. She may be one of the few people getting divorced during COVID. And so yeah. I see, because I sign up for all like the divorce news and whatever. It's like Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler, you know, it's like the Kristen Cavallari, Jay Cutler show. So right. they're going through that now. There was yes. some speculation that there might, that, are you friends with both of them?
2: I've actually been friends with Jay longer. So because of
0: your boyfriend or ex Because of my ex-boyfriend, okay. yeah.
2: So we've been friends, or we were friends for about 12 years. And so then I met Kristen when they started dating. Okay. But yeah. you're not dating Jay? No. Let's just clear up these rumors. I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. There was never an affair. I have nothing to do with their divorce, and I am not dating Jay Cutler.
0: Okay. But you and Jay Cutler are friends because you've been friends with them for a long time. And that, uh, once again, using good judgment, you can remain friends with somebody even if he or she is no longer dating your girlfriend. Yes?
2: Yeah. I mean, we're not really in touch anymore. We had a little bit of a falling out last year. So um, I've kind of, gotten some space from both of them would be the nice way to say it i think okay. but i do i mean i know divorce is hard regardless of what the situation is so i obviously have known them for a long time and i just wish them the best with that
0: very diplomatic wonderfully done <laughs> and anybody well. that has anything else to say about this shit can just call me because i believe it.
1: what what yeah. about what about the the instagram posts though that's what cosmo was writing about speculating I on know. who's in your photo
2: Yeah, it's my boyfriend because I've been in a relationship for quite some time now. He is a very private person, and I respect that. You know, him and his kids are a huge part of my life now, but I try to keep them out of my public part of my life because it's not what they signed up for. So, you know, I talk about him a lot on my podcast. I've posted about him before, but because of what you know the rumors that were being speculated about. I literally posted a picture of my boyfriend, and I got annihilated. I don't. It, people are insane.
0: This goes into the file of no good deed goes unpunished. You try to do the right thing by <laughs> one person, and then everyone else. Well, good. Right. I'm good. I'm glad, I'm glad we're. Ha- I'm glad we're having this conversation then, because I didn't yeah. really know any of these people, and I was like, yeah. oh my god. All right, so setting the record straight on all's fair, Kelly Henderson. I am. All right, this is
2: the first time I've actually talked about it. So there you go. So let's
0: talk about Velvet Edge, okay. okay? So wh- when did you start this?
2: I started this so long ago. Um, I think it was probably 2012 at this mm-hmm. point. I mean, so it's it's been around a long time. It's gone through a lot of different changes. I started it with another girl who was an interior designer. And so we both would kind of talk about our work stuff. We were honestly just looking for a creative outlet. And now it's just expanded into something completely different that I didn't expect. But it's been really, really fun. So, okay. The
0: blog, because I looked at some of it. I mean, Kelly has how to trim your hair in quarantine and a bronze summertime makeup tutorial. I love those. Those are like great blog things for people that are home. And then there's also shopping. So you've got curated collections for men and women. Yes. Yes, I do. And there's
2: housewares and furniture. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just become a lifestyle thing. So it's whatever I'm doing or whatever I'm into, it's all over the map and and how I'm styling my house you know I just moved so I've been talking a lot about that and obviously being in quarantine all of our beauty routines have completely shifted so it's been kind of tough to even know what to talk about but I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing to survive this period of time <laughs> You yeah, know, I'm like missing my Botox I'm missing my haircuts, all of that stuff but well, we're just doing the best we can
0: but we can us, relate. Tell us some of your, I mean, like there have been some days where I've like literally gotten up and like gone for a run and then all of a sudden yeah. it's four o'clock and I'm still wearing my like running clothes. But on I'm most totally- days I really try to take a shower, put on like some, you know, I haven't, My I'm kind of known for wearing heels. I wear high heels like, everywhere because I'm short and through two pregnancies and to court, always high heels. And I haven't been wearing heels because why? I mean, I'm in my house basically. Right. So, but I still am putting on like. Dresses and tops and whatever. And today I actually am wearing a pair of just for you, Kelly.
2: I mean, wow. Nice. You. Yes. This is impressive. Yes. I feel this like- is our
1: style episode, you know, <laughs> Kelly. So <laughs> well, just I wish for you. That I
2: enjoy- I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> I literally feel like I move from morning sweatpants to workout clothes to like my nighttime sweatpants. It's like a rotation for me. My
0: friends that are in fashion that have companies that have, like, any kind of leisure wear say that it has been, because people need something to look forward to. Well, if you're not going to go buy, you know, couture stuff because you have nowhere to wear it, then you, like, go for the leisure wear. And they've been buying, like, amazing sweats, super cute, like, tie-dye cashmere. Tell us some of the other things that you're seeing as we've kind of now been in this for a while and making that shift, like, makeup-wise, not things to cover up. The fact that we're not getting our Botox or our roots done or whatever, but like a new kind of like, this is my new boho, ho, ho, home look or something (laughs)
2: like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think the focus for me makeup wise, I know, and kind of what I've been telling all my clients is just to get really serious about your skincare right now, because I actually am not really wearing that much makeup and I don't think a lot of people are. So the, the focus can shift to just really taking care of your skin, especially if you can't, Get your facials, get your Botox. You know, we're not able to get these treatments that we typically do. So I've been doing a lot of CO2 masks. I don't know if you're familiar with that, sure. but super moisturizing, really helpful with aging, really getting serious about making sure I'm taking care of my skin on the daily. I also shave my face, which is a, a thing on velvetsedge.com. You guys can go watch. Wait, but
0: what? I know. Come, come again? I, know. <laughs> I just like to say for <laughs> listeners that can't see her, because we do insist oh. on doing these via Zoom. She's the most feminine, beautiful, clear skin. There's no beard going on, okay. and
1: apparently clean no. shaven.
2: <laughs> yes, you, I mean my face feels like a baby's ass. You know, well, one would hope. Okay, tell us how that works. Okay, so if you really think about it, if you notice men's around their lips, especially they don't age as fast as women. And I'm always curious why is that. So I had this esthetician tell me a lot of times it's because they're shaving constantly and they're turning their skin cells over and so they're just regenerating new skin cells and really keeping that collagen pumping. So, you know, you hear a lot of people talk about the dermaplaning. It's the same thing. It's just, it's just an at home dermaplaning. So you just shave your entire face. I shave my neck. I shave my forehead. I know. Okay, sounds- but
0: what about the old, like, wife's tail? Like, if you right. shave it, it's going to grow back. So all of a sudden, we Thicker see Kelly. That's why she wanted to do the interview in the morning, guys, because <laughs> her 5 o'clock shadow <laughs> is coming
2: in. <laughs> That's just an old wife's tail. You cannot grow hair that wasn't there before. So your hair will grow back exactly as it was. If you had a little peach fuzz, it'll grow back right. exactly like that. If okay. you had the thick, coarse, dark hair, you'll uh-uh. still get that. But okay, probably okay. So,
1: by don't. the way, Laura, as as Kelly's describing this, <laughs> is is rubbing all the areas of her she face. Are out. you feeling for stubble or no, what's happening? I'm, seeing,
0: I'm looking for peach fuzz, and uh-huh. which I have, and I'm thinking like, okay, I just. So, what about the thing? I forget what it's called. It's not dermaplaning and it's not the roller like they have with the jade, the but it's it's like a it's like a Japanese thing where you like kind of rub it pull it against the face. I've seen it like on Goop and a couple other places. Yeah, that
2: little razor thing.
0: Yeah, but it's not a razor. Like it doesn't cut anything. It's more just a would that do the same thing? I'm really nervous about the shaving pill.
2: So. Okay. I,
1: can't tell that, I you.
2: totally get it. And I, when I, she first told me to start doing it at home, I was like, what? You have lost your mind. I will never do that. But I do it. And I've been doing it for eight years now, probably. And I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It makes your makeup go on so much more like smooth and just better. It just soaks into your skin. Everything looks a lot dewier. I'm just telling you guys, it's it's so What to go.
0: kind of a shaver? Are we
2: using like a daisy razor or d- I, is it an electric use, shaver? What's no, happening? I use a Gillette fusion from the drugstore. Okay. <laughs> there we okay. go. Yeah. What happens if you cut yourself? We well, you have to be careful. The first time I did it, I shaved off half my eyebrow. So Uh-oh. Be careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, but it's back. But, yeah, but it's back.
1: <laughs> no, another another exclusive here on All Spare. Thank you for that tip. Okay,
0: so go. and and you have a, a podcast as well on Apple Podcasts. Yes. All right. Johnny pulled some of the things that the one you do with me, McCormick, and Jared mm-hmm. Free. Tell us some of your favorite podcast episodes. On is it called Razors oh, Razor's Edge? Raven's
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get the shaving out of your brain. I can't. Is no. it called velvet's Edge? The <laughs> podcast. I should start calling it <laughs> Razor's Edge. Um, it is called velvet's Edge. The podcast, and it's actually anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Right. So it's run through iHeartMedia. And um, yeah, I mean, I started this thinking that I would talk a lot about beauty and fashion. And what I've really realized about why I love my job so much is that I love looking internally. So it's about inside beauty, too. And just, you know, knowing how people are growing and um, just really pushing themselves. So I talk to a range of people. I talk to everyone from, you know, Jason Aldean and his wife. So it's like a lot of the country stars that I work with. To then like my psychic or astrologist or me, McCormick, who is an amazing chef here who specializes in gut health and getting healthy. So it's just a range, but it's a lot of focusing on, you know, I'll do the external beauty stuff, but a lot of the internal beauty and how people are really growing.
0: Give us some of the ones that you've come away with from there. I mean, we've been doing a few of these too, and some of the people are really – getting much more into meditation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are eating healthier because I don't think we realize, although I love it going to restaurants, but how much we end up consuming butter and sugar because when chefs make food for restaurant patrons, they want it to taste good. And boy, does it, it ever. On right. top of which, I'm throwing down cocktail after cocktail, after glass of wine right. after glass of wine, so then I really don't give a fuck about what I'm eating. because, exactly. But, but – so tell us about some of the things that you've, you know, in the last couple of months, the inward stuff that you've learned or that you like talking about.
2: Well, I mean, you mentioned the one with me, me McCormick, that I just talked about, and she was seriously so sick from um, gut issues and just digestion issues that she had gotten down to eighty five pounds, and oh god, um, yeah, it was one of those things. that I she should be was- so sick.
1: Jesus, yeah. <laughs>
2: She made that joke too, but she barely even drink water. So it was just a very unhealthy lifestyle, and she was miserable and probably on the verge of death. Honestly, just forced to really look at what she's you know in her body. And I truly buy into we can heal our body with food. And I think like just what she mentioned about restaurants, we just don't even think about what we're putting in our body half the time. Right. So she was just so informative. She comes from a very scientific background, and so just about balancing out your gut health because even if you're eating healthy sometimes you might think you're doing really well, but you've gotten really out of whack or you're eating too much of the same thing to where your body can't process it in the same way. Um, did
0: Did she mention like, I mean, is I feel, I, I'm about to turn 52 this month. I can't wow, believe it. Wow, you look amazing. But like, thank you. It's the shaving. I That's
1: what I was going <laughs> to say, without shaving even.
2: <laughs> I mean, but imagine,
1: but yeah, imagine how good she's going to look at 53 yeah, when she right, starts goodness.
0: shaving. I know. Well, shaving on a daily basis. Wait, <laughs> I have another question. I have to back up. Do you use shaving cream? What are we using? I as is, the...
2: No, I just use a foaming face wash. Okay. So okay. you have a foaming face wash already, just use Yeah. That. Is it so at I night know. or in the morning? It could be whenever you want, Laura. Can you imagine? <laughs> Kelly hangs
0: up and she's like, oh my God, what a fucking sucker. This lady oh, is going to yeah. go shave. Okay. So oh, anyway, my point I'm is so as,
2: about it. <laughs> as
0: we get older, our metabolisms change. Things totally. change. My stepdaughter has been living with me and she's 19 and she's European. And it's funny because she, you know, we'll have a glass of rosé in the afternoons or whatever. And she's like, I really have to learn how to – be able to drink and not like get so tipsy. I mean, I really, and I said, well, okay, it's three things. One is you have to make sure that you've eaten something. Otherwise, you're going to just get lightheaded really fast. And she's like, right. I do. I've been eating. I've been eating. I said, okay. Two, you have to drink lots of water. And she said, well, of course I do that because she's European. So that's what they do. They drink the water with the wine, whatever. And I said, and then three, we got to keep at this, Alex. We got to build up your tolerance. So Amen. Well, go open another bottle, honey. But I was saying to her, there are days, you know, at any age where, like, I know I'm, like, out and I'm drinking, 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 and I never get drunk. And then there's some days, depending on what I've eaten, where I am in my Mm -hmm. menstrual cycle or whatever, and I will, like, get so lightheaded immediately after one drink. I'm wondering if if me or anybody else that's spoken to you has Ah. talked about that metabolism issue, aging, not aging, or whatever.
2: She didn't specifically talk about the, you know, getting tipsy or not, but she did talk a lot about if you're drinking too much wine or then you have one day where you drink way more than another, how it can just throw your body so out of whack. And I know, I mean, I don't know if you guys are like me, but in this quarantine, I've been drinking way more than I do in normal life. It's just sort of like a lot
0: for me since I drink a lot (laughs) anyway. Yeah, it's happening.
2: I mean, I think it's happening for all of us. So. I definitely feel and see a difference in my body, like you're saying, and um, I think it's all about just balance, which sounds so boring, but it truly, really is about that.
0: No, it is, and I think we have to, like – I mean, I last week I had, like, an amazing week. This week I'm like, oh, my God, it's dragging. Yeah. We're yeah. having early June gloom here. Like, it had been glorious every morning, and now it's kind of cloudy until about noon, and I'm like, okay, you got to just push through, Wasser. It's going to be okay. I guess we were kind of working up to this. The act casual drinking and quarantine, the one that you did with yeah. Chip Dorse. Did you guys talk about that as well?
2: Well yeah. I mean it's actually there's a ton of articles out right now just about how much drinking in general is up. Like the liquor stores are killing it right now. Uh-huh. It even has um,
1: we even have a, a new drink, the Quarantini.
2: The yes. Quarantini. I mean everyone's having those every happy hour. I made the joke on that that, you know, my boyfriend and I was uh, happy hour keeps getting earlier and earlier just because
1: of school. We're like, whoa, right. is it time for a drink yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, Kelly, let me ask you: What is the meaning of Velvet's Edge? Like, why is that a thing for your podcast and your blog?
2: I think it started as something different, as I said earlier, but what's really turned into for me is just the thing I was talking about. How I love, you know, when I'm with my clients and I'm getting them ready for a big event. I've realized how much of my energy goes into making sure they feel good and just like they feel confident. You know, they're going and doing these big, huge shows and big performances. And so much of what you put out there is what's happening on the inside. So the velvet is just kind of the, the softer inner beauty, the growing and internally and um, spiritually. And then the edge is just, it's become for me the, the fashion, the makeup, just the edgier side of my personality. I like that. Have you ever heard of the
0: expression like a velvet hammer, like somebody that has that really like soft touch but really hammers it in? So I figured that's that's what it was, the velvet's edge. I love it.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: This is All's Fair with Laura Wasser. Our guest today is celeb stylist and glam specialist Kelly Henderson from Nashville, Tennessee, who many of you may know from her stylist blog and website, Velvet's Edge, which is also the name of her fresh and informative podcast. She's also starred on three seasons of the hit show on E! Very Cavallari, and she's here today to share grooming tips for dudes and dudettes. Kelly, what's the first thing a guide needs to prioritize when it comes to grooming?
2: Well, in quarantine, I would say the main thing I'm noticing is like neck hair, eyebrow hair. You know, it's just kind of making sure you're doing the little things that you can do because obviously you can't go get a haircut. So just cleaning up a little bit. I also in normal life always say the things that I tell my clients to prioritize the most sunscreen guys do not wear sunscreen. They don't even think about it. And that is a huge part of taking care of our skin and anti-aging. Absolutely. And okay. So, I
0: mean, The other thing is, and again, maybe I'm talking to older people, like a lot of judges and a lot of like older clients, and I'm right here with them on the Zoom, and there's like the nose hair.
2: Really, dude? Uh, Right. Especially, do you have a mirror? Go look in the mirror. There is a nose
1: hair, or the problem is their eyes are bad, and so when they're looking in the mirror, they don't see. Can't see I it. know and it's no excuse, no excuse. I mean, the
2: ear hair—that's like right. the first thing I take off on all my clients. I'm like, guys, do you not see this. And <laughs> so it's just- wait, you
0: you do this for them? Yes, this is my so, job. <laughs> so as a, I didn't know that that was part of the yeah. job. So okay, so you're like getting them like in the nice like. Cut suit and the great tie and the shirt and the neck, you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, hold on. So, what are your tools of trade? Are you one of those things that you put in the nose that has the thing, or are you just a manicure scissors? Like, how do we tell our guys uh, get a tweezers, a good tweezers? Yeah. I mean, tell us what you,
2: but I'll tell you this a lot of guys are too lazy for that. Unless, I mean, there's, you know, my boyfriend's very OCD, so he'll get in there and he wants to pick out every single hair. But what I've noticed with my clients is they want something super easy. So, Literally at Walgreens or CVS or wherever it is you go, they always have these little buzzers. Um, they're like the made for TV kind of or asking on right. TV. You know That's they right. have they're like five dollars, and I'm like, this is so easy. All you do is buzz the middle of your eyebrows, buzz your ears, and then you get one for your nose too. And they just they have little thing. It takes like two seconds, and it's the it, easiest it, fix for looking a lot more groomed. If you
0: guys can't get to Walgreens or they have them on Amazon, promise hey, you man. don't have to leave the house. To right, get them sent over. Before I have my next Zoom call with you, please. (laughs) Johnny, you wanna share with us some of your tips that you read from GQ about some of this stuff?
1: Absolutely. Ask so Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, we'd love to know your thoughts on some of the the top trends that GQ yeah. and Esquire magazine, you know, has been listing in a couple of recent issues of their magazine. So for hair care, for example, they're saying that there's a new summer trend, which is uh, going to be the big quarantine hair trend, buzzed and bleached. Yes. And they go into like giving yourself buzz cuts, how to shave your head. Are there any trends that, that you are predicting that may come out of this t- quarantine for men?
2: I mean, I think they nailed it with the buzz cut. I don't know that anything else could come out of this besides that, because guys aren't going to be able to get their haircuts. So if you, if your face can carry it, I tell, I'm telling people just go for it. Why wouldn't you?
1: And then you talked a little bit earlier about skincare for women, um, recommending the, the, the shaving. Um, what about for guys? Is there anything that you'd recommend for, for guys for skincare?
2: I mean, I think it's just figuring out what you will do because I, I do this a lot with my clients. I'm like, do this and this and this and use this product. And guys don't like that. I, I feel like a lot of guys want what, what, want what is really simple. And so it's about really figuring out what you're willing to do or not, you know, and a GQ is actually a great resource for all kinds of products. So I would recommend to guys go on a site like that and figure out what your skin type is and what you're willing to do.
1: Another thing I was surprised about, actually, that Esquire recommended is um, coloring your hair at home. Now, none of us can get to, you know, (laughs) do our roots. Um, So any tips for guys to color their hair at home?
2: Be careful. Don't. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so no, wait. I, I just actually, I'm just like buzz it off. Or with a man too, if, if it's grays coming in, just own it. I think yeah. it's such a sophisticated look. I really like it. I agree. I totally agree.
1: Well, I've let my wisdom grow in, as you can yes. see. I love services. it. Yes, yes. thank you. So
0: what nice. about for girls? <laughs> what are what are you finding? I mean, like I haven't blow dried in two months. Just I mean, letting it dry know, naturally.
2: I think that's what it's about is kind of embracing the natural. It's like I said earlier, really focusing on skincare um, and
0: hair masks too. I've been doing a hair, lot of mask, hair masks. That's a
2: great one. Yeah. If I'm going to be
0: stuck with this hair for a while. I might as well find to make it healthier. Right. Exactly. What's
1: a hair mask? What Just is like a hair deep mask?
0: conditioning thing that you leave on for, you know, on damp hair for a certain period of time and even hair oils. Like I'll actually put on hair oil before mm-hmm. bed, put it in a bun and like sleep with it. And then the morning it's really nice.
2: Yeah. It's just about staying, keeping healthy. I know like a lot of people too, if you have eyelash extensions or anything like that, you can't go get that done. So products like Latisse or things that you can do at home to help growth. And to me, it's just about really embracing really pretty skin, you know, maybe find a really good cream blush. That's going to just give you a glow when you're at home and then making sure your lashes are healthy and long, just just so you can still feel feminine. You know, that's the hard part right now.
0: Our friend Mary, who works with us at It's Over Easy, does get the eyelash extensions. So I figure she got her last ones either at the end of February or beginning of March. So they've all obviously fallen off now, except one. (laughs) one little lash is still there. It's like still hanging on. And so I do see her on Zoom calls. And because she lives up the street, we've done some social distancing, cocktailing, whatever. And she comes over and it is literally like lash watch 2020. Like we are just <laughs> that is
1: hilarious.
0: For I, I mean I'm amazed.
2: I'm like, are you sure that was an extension? And it is so much bigger and longer and it's just it's
0: still there. It's
1: hilarious.
2: I had them too and we we kept finding them all around the house. One time my boyfriend even found one on his plate at dinner. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: God. Surprise. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was
0: a low point. <laughs> well, it's better than finding another kind of hair. All there right. There you go. <laughs> so, Kelly, we do this thing on All's Fair that's called the interrogatories. We ask okay. you some questions. Are you ready? We already so. asked you the really tough ones. I know. Yeah, this, these are the boring ones. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> do, you, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Which relationship in your life has had the most profound impact?
2: I would say say um, it was actually one of the hardest relationships in my life. And I was engaged at one point and I found out three months before our wedding that he had been cheating. So I had oh, to cancel no. the wedding and it was just brutal. I mean, as you can imagine, there was so much heartbreak. It really affected my ability to trust people. And so the next couple of years were very difficult, but The positive now is that because I went through such heartbreak and such a hardship, it's really it really forced me to look at myself, also like my contributions to the negativity in that relationship. And I just grew and changed so much that I don't think that I would be the person I am today without that relationship. I love
0: that. Talk about a rebirth and turning lemons into lemonade. That's a really great answer. Thanks. What's your favorite love song?
2: Um, okay, it's shot a by your side. I could listen to it on repeat oh, I got the Chills, <laughs> it's love it. So good.
0: What is the one piece of advice you'd share with your teen or twenty-year-old self? Some somebody following in your footsteps.
2: This is what I would say to myself, and it's also what I say to anyone I hire that is just right out of college. But. To just work hard and know that nothing is going to be giving given to you. I see that a lot, especially now with young 20-somethings. It's just this sense of entitlement. And um, you gotta work for it and you gotta keep, you know, learning and earn your place and just and really focus on that. That's what I would say to myself.
0: Isn't it so funny? It's like a rite of passage. I never thought I'd be the old lady going, God, these entitled kids, they just <laughs> want everything totally. handed to them. And now I'm that person, and I'm like, oh, my God, when did I go from being the entitled kid to being this person? I know.
2: Same. Well, again,
0: it it must mean that we made it. (laughs) Great.
1: (laughs) Well, at least we're still alive. That's true.
0: We have that. (laughs) Which romantic comedy could you watch on repeat, Kelly? Love,
2: actually. Love it, right? Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of of a Christmas movie, but it's just also the most romantic love story, and I love all the different little Little relationships within that movie. It's so fun. Me too. Totally love it.
0: Well, Kelly, thank you so much for Zooming in from Nashville today. I can't wait to continue our conversation on Velvet's Edge. So please invite me on. Let's get it in the I calendar. I
2: <laughs> Yes, we're going to make that happen.
0: And in the meantime, tell our listeners where they can find your blog, your podcast, and just wonderful you online.
2: Um, so the blog is velvetsedge.com. There's all sorts of different shopping too. So I have a vintage tea shop up there. And also you can shop all the blogs um online on social media i'm all at velvet's edge everywhere and then the podcast is also velvet's edge and you just search velvet's edge wherever you listen to podcasts
0: cool we loved having you thank you for joining us you are lovely inside and out and And thank
1: you for all the tips and we've got your
0: back (laughs) thanks
2: girl i appreciate (laughs) that (laughs) thank you guys so much for having me
0: She has a really nice way about her. I think that they, 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 they wanted to find somebody to hate, and people are hating on her, and I don't think that's right. She's adorable.
1: Well, before we go, be sure to rate us at Apple Podcasts and join us in our Facebook group, which is It's Over Easy Community, where we keep all of these conversations going after the show, and our guest next week is Dina Lohan.
0: By the way, regarding community, that is something that we've set up, particularly now during this time, but to continue on. People going through... A divorce or a breakup, in addition to people that are in the isolation of COVID-19, feel lonely. They feel like they need to have a little bit of community. So we're really trying to establish that. And so please join us. Even if you don't have anything to say, you just want to feel like you're part of something listening, come on in. Uh, You might take something away that makes you feel good. Thank you for listening.
1: Search It's Over Easy Community on Facebook.
0: And we'll be back next week, evidently with Dina Lohan.